Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the second episode of the Zoomer Sports Radio podcast. I'm your I'm your co-host Andrew Moody, along with. And today we will be ranking the NFL, NBA, and MLB top players. I, I'm I, this is gonna be a good episode. I'm preparing to see a lot of debate this episode. Far more debate than the last episode, I'd say. I think yeah. this is a lot more controversial, and it will be a lot more interesting. Yes, I agree with you on that on that one hundred percent. I mean, you got the the three greatest sports leagues: NBA, MLB, and and, and NFL, the the most popular leagues in America. And then, so sorry, NHL. yeah, sorry NHL, fun to watch, but you're you're not in the top three. So uh, this episode is going to be dedicated to a segment we will uh, implement in our upcoming shows as well. It's called Top 25. And the reason it's that is because we rank the top 25 of anything. It could be stadiums, sports towns, players like we're doing today. And we and the reason we chose 25 and not 5 or 10 or 20 is because in the college sports, the AP poll is the top 25. If we did top 5 and top 10, that would just be way too obvious. And it would not be as interesting or nearly as long as you... We just want to spice things, spice things up a little bit and make it 25. Yes, that indeed. All right, uh, you ready to get started with the NFL? I say so. Let's get it. All right, yeah, let's, get, let's get right down to business. I mean, why dilly-dally? Let's get down to it. So, uh, we'll just alternate and say, like, you know, 25, my 25, and so on. No, well, how about we just both uh say our 25th player? Yeah. And then, then we both say our 24th player and give our reasons? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, all right, all right. So, yeah, that, that works out perfect, all right? Now let's get down to the NFL. All right, so just to give out the parameters again, we will, choo- we will choose our top 25 NFL players going into next season based on the last couple seasons. And I, I'm I'm really looking forward to this debate. I and, as well. Yeah, I mean, the NFL is one of the best sporting events, and uh, let's get down. We're gonna start at number twenty-five. All right, who'd you have at number twenty-five? At number twenty-five, I had. And this is my list is more based off of last year, like going forward, the top twenty-five players right now, in my opinion. So at number twenty-five, I had Minka Fitzpatrick, safety on the Pittsburgh Steelers. That that is a good pick. I am a little higher on my list, actually. Interesting. My reasoning behind it: started the season last year on the Dolphins, uh, wasn't getting used a whole lot. Demanded the trade. Once he got to Pittsburgh and was under a great defensive coach in Mike Tomlin, really started to emerge to the point and find his whole potential. I think that there's a future in Pittsburgh. He's going to help the Steelers do big things as they almost made the playoffs this year. Uh, that, that is a very good pick. And then with my twenty five, with my 25th pick, I picked the guy out of Clemson University, the quarterback for the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson. And he came off a very strong campaign this year. He had a Pro Bowl nod. He he almost uh, made it to the Super Bowl, but he got stopped by my Chiefs. And 
he he's just a great quarterback. I look forward uh, to his he he's gonna be a great quarterback. I mean, he threw almost four hundred yards against the Chiefs in that game. I mean, he's been there. He's done that. He won a national championship in college. He's been to the playoffs a bunch. But what's gonna hurt him this season is that his number one pass catcher will not be there in DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know why Bill O'Brien traded him. It was a terrible trade, but Watson, he will overcome this adversity. I tell you, every time I watch him play as a Bills fan, I just think, how did you pass up on this guy? You know, it just seems like no matter whether it be a battle line, limited weapons that game, um, he just seems to always come out in the clutch and get the win for Houston. So I agree with that. 25 is respectable for Deshaun Watson. Number 24 on my list. I had the man, the myth, the cheetah from the Kansas City Chiefs, Mr. Tyreek Hill. Oh, good pick. I had him a little higher on my list. Made the Pro Bowl this year. Uh, fastest player in the league has crazy speed, um, but also great ball catching ability. Um, especially if Mahomes big on, it's a great weapon for him to have. Because uh, he can get down the field, he can catch, and then Yards after the catch, he has great footwork, and he's a great number one receiver. Probably one of the most underrated receivers in the league, I'd say, just because of everything he can do with the speed that makes up for that. Yes, I totally. That's a that's a great pick. I personally had him a little higher on my list, but who knows? At uh, number twenty four. I had uh, Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns. I mean, most most people remember him for um, his uh, taking off Mason Rudolph's helmet and hitting him this year, which got him suspended. But in ten games this year, he had ten sacks. He averaged a sack a game. That's pretty good. I mean, he had two forced fumbles. This guy will be a great player. I, and his season did get cut short due to the suspension, but I really think Miles Garrett will be a threat for the future. I completely agree. He is the leader of the Cleveland Browns defense. Um, granted, he missed some games last year, but not like, let's not take anything away from him. He's an amazing defensive end. Would have made the Pro Bowl and will make many Pro Bowls in his career later on. All right, number 23. And right. Number 23, I had Dalvin Cook. Running back of the Minnesota Vikings. Like I said, my list was based off of last year. And what I saw last year was about 70% of the offense being run through him. Especially with Adam Thielen being hurt for most of the year. And Stephon Diggs not necessarily having a great season. But Dalvin Cook, I thought, really just carried the Minnesota Vikings offense. Um, had like, I don't have the stats in here. I got to look at the stats. But... Um, yeah, he had over 1,000 yards rushing, 13 TDs, um, just a, a great running back, and that's the reason why he made his first Pro Bowl this year and was, yeah, he made the Pro Bowl this year and led the Vikings to the playoffs and actually upset the Saints in New Orleans, and he was a big reason why. I, at number 23, I had uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, who you had number 25, uh, I liked his potential, and uh, it's good that he got out of Miami because nothing's going to happen to Miami for him. It's just it's a sad reality in Miami, but uh, what do you expect? So, like, he got to Pittsburgh. They made a playoff run, but they or they made a push for the playoffs. They didn't make it. But uh, 
I, I see really a high potential for uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. All right. Number 22. Number 22. I had another chief. Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. I thought that this season in Kansas City was arguably his best year. Um, I think that he really helped Kansas City's secondary issues this year. And the team voted him as the MVP. I mean, that just shows how much he's grown as a player, obviously, since he was in college at LSU. And things went so well over there. So, stepping in, was drafted by the Cardinals. Didn't win that much there. Comes to Kansas City. Uh, helps the Chiefs win a Super Bowl. But he was much the reason why. Just a great leader on defense, a great locker room guy. And he's 22 on my list. Tyron Matt. Tyron Matthew, great pick. I, I mean, granted, with the Chiefs, that's my team. I have a bunch of those guys a little higher on my list. But uh, at my 22 pick, I had a Joey Bosa out of uh, – team is he on now? I honestly – is he on the Chargers still? Chargers, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, for some reason, I, had a, I was thinking he was on the Cowboys, but no. Yeah, Joey Bosa put up 11.5 sacks. Still a great presence on that offensive line. On offensive line, he scares quarterbacks when you gotta go, gotta go into Sandy or gotta go into Los Angeles and face. Man, all the all these NFL teams changing locations, the Rams, the Chargers, how the Raiders, it just messes with me. Oh, makes no sense. I, I'm gonna still refer to the Las Vegas Raiders as Oakland for the rest of time. Yeah. And but great guy out of Ohio State, a uh, third overall pick in the 2016 draft. He he's he's really uh shown his potential. Number 21. Number 21. Um, Bills Mafia, you have something to get excited about. Uh, number 21 on my list is Tredavious White, cornerback from the Bills. Um, in all-pro season, made the Pro Bowl, took the Bills to the playoffs, nearly beat the Texans. Um, clearly the best player on the team. Um, great defensive player. Actually was tied for the interceptions title this year with... Gilmore, who I'll mention a little later on the list. Um, but he's just an overall great DB, great vision, knows how to get to the ball and get the pick, or just go back in coverage. Really all-around great defensive back. Yeah, great pick. Uh, my 21st pick, I'm going up to the great, the great North in Minnesota. I'm taking wide receiver Adam Thielen, who did have the battle. The in- he battled the injury bug last year, but... I'm telling you, he he will be back to where he was in 2018 and 2020 if he stays healthy, which he will. Where he had nine touchdowns, he was Kirk Cousins' go-to guy. He had over 1,300 yards. He was better than Stephon Diggs that year. Yes, that's a great pick. I actually forgot about him. Um, most reason being because of the injuries he dealt with, so that was why my list looks a little different. Anyway, moving on to number 20. My number 20 was Bobby Wagner of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, probably one of the best, if not the best, inside linebacker in the league. Um, maybe only behind Luke Keekley, who retired, so he'll take over as the league's best linebacker, inside linebacker. Um, but he really carried the Seattle defense. You know, Russell Wilson doing everything that he has to at quarterback. Uh, he really needs a break with the defense, and Bobby Wagner provides just that. Great speed, knows how to either stop the run or get to the quarterback. Um, 
all pro linebacker, uh, definitely one who definitely deserves to be on this list. Yes. And for my uh, 20th pick, we are staying in Seattle, but I'm going to the other side of the ball. I got quarterback Russell Wilson at my 20th. See, Russell, he had a great year throwing the ball this year. He threw over 4,000 yards. I mean, that's not that's that's great in the NFL. And especially with his legs as a running threat. Granted, they're not as much as a threat as it was in like 2016, 2017. I mean, he's a little older now, but there's still always a threat when in Seattle. And uh, his touchdowns were a little down this year, but his interceptions interceptions were also down. His TD to interception radio, thirty-one to five, is insane. Yes, I had Russell Wilson actually quite a bit higher on my list, so I'll talk about him later as well. Okay, moving on to number nineteen, we're going to go to the NFC East, and we're going to go to Philadelphia. And I had quarterback Carson Wentz on my list. First of all, I mean, looking at the stats, they didn't have a single receiver. Um, pretty sure the highest receiver only had like 700 yards receiving. So that just tells the lack of weapons that he has for Carson. It does not matter. He can still produce. He carried the Eagles to the playoffs. Didn't start off well, but he really finished the job in beating the Cowboys um, and winning a division title and making the playoffs. It's unfortunate that he got injured in that game against Seattle. But over the season, I mean, over 4,000 yards passing, uh, 27 TDs, 7 picks. I mean... It's just unbelievable what he can do. He doesn't make excuses. He'll take what he has and make the most of it, and he definitely did with his receiving core this year. That's a great pick. And um, for my 19th pick, I'm going to go to the NFC South. This guy, he was he would have been in the top 10 the past couple years, but he slid a little bit. His numbers slid a little bit. His team slid a bit. Julio Jones, Atlanta Falcons. This guy, he is still a ginormous threat out of Alabama. He... He had a down year, though, but he still almost had 1,400 yards receiving on a down year. That's, that's pretty good. And he he got his drops were a little higher this year, but uh, I still think he's a great weapon. It's just he's that only weapon in Atlanta offense, so he gets double teamed by the defense a lot. I did not have him on my list, but I understand why. Obviously, when healthy and when – Productive and on a good team, I think you could say he's a top three receiver in the league, so I can't be mad about that. But at number 18, um, we have the first rookie on the list from the NFC West, Nick Bosa, brother of Joey Bosa. I had him on. I did not have Joey on my list. But Nick Bosa, I mean, the runaway defensive rookie of the year, outstanding pass rusher, probably one of the best rookie pass rushers I've seen in a long time, and just in the game, that one of the best defensive ends. I mean, probably the Niners gets the Super Bowl. Um, wasn't that great in the Super Bowl, to be fair, but, I mean, everything he did up until that point was just nothing short of dominant. And really, what, it's what he's what made the 49ers defense really special this year. That's a good pick. Uh, we're on 18, right? Yes. 18, going back to Seattle. You already talked to him earlier. I got linebacker Bobby Wagner. He he was he's been the cat that captain of that defense for the past five years, and he he shows it. He's by far the best player, even with the Griffin brothers, KJ Wright, and he's he's just one of the best linebackers in the league right now. Yes, number seventeen. Number seventeen. We're gonna go for another running back. 
from the NFC South. We're going to go with Alvin Kamara. Um, you could argue that this wasn't the greatest year for him. Uh, made the Pro Bowl, though. Had a great season. Had over a 1,000 yards rushing. Um, disappointing end to the season for the Saints in the playoffs, but I still think that he is one of the best running backs in the NFL and definitely a top 25 player. Um, obviously, a lot of the attention was towards Michael Thomas on the Saints this year, but you can't overlook Alvin Kamara's ability um, on the Saints offense and his role that he plays. Yeah, he does have a great role as a, as a run-pass combo receiver, along with um, Taysom Hill. Man, that, that New Orleans offense is just insane with Thomas and Breeze and Ted Ginn Jr. Ridiculous. I know, but uh, Alvin Kamara actually... Due to his, uh, he didn't have as good of a year as last year, even though he's a Pro Bowl, did not make my list. So we do have a difference in opinion there. But 17, yeah, my guy, the cheetah, Tyreek Hill. You know what? Super Bowl champ. <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl champ. One of the fastest guys in the NFL. Great punt returner. I mean, Tyreek Hill belongs on this list. A little higher. I mean, that could just be my Kansas City biasness, but. He is definitely on this list. At number 16, we're going to stay in the NFC South, but this time we're going to go to Tampa Bay, and we're going to go with Shaquille Barrett, the linebacker. Um, Pretty sure he led the league in sacks, or at least was really close. He had like 19 and a half sacks. Um, I'm pretty sure he started the year having like nine sacks in the first four games, which is ridiculous. I mean, that Tampa Bay defense, I think, is one of the most underrated in the league, and I think it's going to show more... Uh, once TB12 gets to Tampa next year. But, yeah, he's an amazing player, first-time Pro Bowler. Um, before this season, I don't know if I would have had him as a top 50, maybe top 100 player. But, yeah, he's definitely one of the most improved players in the NFL this year, and I have him all the way up at 16. At 16, I actually have uh, Nick Bosa, which you had a little higher. I actually have Shaquille Barrett, tiny bit higher than you. Yeah, but... Nick Bosa, great threat on that NFC champion, uh, San Francisco 49ers, along with Eric Armstead and DeForest Buckner. But that line is insane. And, uh, yeah, we touched on him earlier, so number 15. Number 15, but actually stay in San Francisco, George Kittle, the tight end. Um, you know, you can argue he's the second best or the best tight end in the game. Second best. Come on. Don't get too greedy. Second best. Okay, fine. We all know who the best is. Um, and I did have Travis Kelsey higher in my list, so I'll give you that. But yeah, to many, he's the best tight end in the league. I had him the second best at 15. But yeah, he can pretty much do everything. He's a great pass catcher. He's a great blocker. There were times even when the Niners O-line wasn't necessarily healthy, although it was pretty good this year. You could even you could even play him a rough tackle or a right tackle sometimes. He's just that good and that versatile. So I think George Hill's a do-it-all tight end. Uh, one of the best weapons for Jimmy G. Um, and he's getting up there with some of the best of the best. And I have him at 15. Uh, my 15th pick might be a little controversial due to uh... – his inability to stay healthy this year, it's uh, Derwin James of the Los Angeles Chargers, who was, he had a great rookie campaign in 2018. With the three interceptions, uh, like 105 tackles, that's insane. And uh, he he only played five games this year because he was injured. I mean, 
He was he was a mid round pick, and he did not disappoint. I did not. I I did not have him on the list, but I don't disagree with you at all for talking about going for him. He's definitely going to be one of the best safeties in the league, and certainly in his rookie year, he, he was as good, if not better, a rookie season. I'd say that he had than Joey Bosa. I mean, he was just unbelievable for the Chargers, and I, I can't really complain about you having him that high in the list because when he's healthy, there's no question. He's an elite player. Um, going on to number 14, we're going to go back to the Steel City. And we're going to go for the linebacker, TJ Watt, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just think that this year, he's succeeding his brother, JJ, very well. I mean, he I feel like on the Steelers, he made so many players better on the Steelers. Like Cam Hayward, Bud Dupree, Nick Fitzpatrick, as we already said. But TJ Watt, just he's an unbelievable linebacker. And... He's just very aggressive. I watch the Steelers play a lot of times. He can get the sack. He can go back in coverage. I actually saw him get quite a few interceptions. And he's just always going after the ball. And he's always he's just trying to make a play every time they take a snap. Now, uh, I did not have T.J. Watt on my list. I should have after realizing it. But 14, we got the NFL sacks leader, Shaquille Baird out of Tampa Bay. And... He, he, former Bronco, won a Super Bowl there, so he has experience. He knows what the drill is, but there he had to deal with Brandon Marshall, Von Miller, Derek Wolf, all in his way. So here he could, here in Tampa Bay, he excelled as being the number one guy. And then on to number 13. All right, I'm going back. To Kansas City, inside Arrowhead Stadium, we got safety. You you talked on him earlier. Tyron Matthew. This guy, insane. Best safety in the league. I mean, he was insane. I mean, he had such a comeback year this season. It's just insane. And then, who'd you have for number 13? Number 13, um... Another defensive player. I know I'm going heavy on the defensive players, but I'm not just giving points to quarterbacks. I'm looking at all the players. But number 13 on my list, I had this year's defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore, cornerback of the New England Patriots. Um, this was not a great season for Tom Brady. That's much of the reason why he left. But the defense is what helped him win the division title, in my opinion. And Bill Belichick um, on the defense mostly this year. But Stephon Gilmore, I mean, led the league in interceptions, as I mentioned earlier. Um, just, I'd say, along with Jalen Ramsey, those are the two corners in the league that are just all can do everything that a corner needs to do. I mean, they can they can go in coverage. They got great speed. They're ball hawks. They look at. They can go after the ball, and they can even play a little. They, even if they have the blitz, I mean, they can do that too. There's nothing they can't do, and it's it's the highest rated. Yeah, he's the highest rated DB on my list. I have 13. All right, uh, moving on to number 12. Uh, I also had uh, the NFL Defensive Player of the Year, Stephon Gilmore there. The Patriot, uh, he was just such a threat with that defense. With, uh, Patrick Chung, the safety, uh, that, that secondary in New England is very, if not the best in the NFL, one of the top ones. And who would you have for number 12? Okay, number 12, um, going back to Kansas City, I had Travis Kelsey at number 12. Um, yeah, best tight end in the league. Huge reason why the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I mean, 
really, yeah, there's no question he's the best tight end in the league. Um, much like, he's very similar to George Kittle. I'm just realizing it's kind of stupid how I didn't have them like, I should have had them like right next to each other, but oh well. Uh, Travis Kelsey, though, can block, can catch, can catch, can go, um, great receiving threat. Um, just a very good weapon to add for Patrick Mahomes. All right, uh, you called yourself stupid for not doing this, but at number 11, the second best tight end in the league, right behind, at, I'll give you right behind uh, the number one. We'll get to who that is in a minute. But number 11, we got George Kittle out of San Francisco. He had such a great season this year out in uh, San Francisco. I mean, with the, he made Jimmy Garoppolo such a better quarterback. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's an average quarterback. But Kittle made him so much better this season, and he's one of the reasons they got as far as they did in the Super Bowl. Okay, um, we're at number eleven. 11. Yes, um, this one could be a little controversial because he was out for a good amount of the season. But we're gonna go back to the NFC East. We're gonna go to New York. I had Saquon Barkley at eleven. Um, just a great running back. One offensive rookie of the year, his rookie year, which was last year. Um, just in that season alone, he proved that he's one of the best running backs in the league. Um, I have him at 11, and if he was on a better team, I might even have him high. Uh, yeah, that's great. And and before we get to the top 10, we're going to take a quick time out to get a word from our sponsors. So uh, hang tight. We'll be right back very soon. Hey guys, Andrew Moody here from the Zoomer Sports Radio Podcast. Uh, our sponsor for this hour, Happy Joe's, has some words they want to share with you. Thank you, Happy Joe's, and uh, they actually have a promotion running. If uh, you stop by their uh, location in the Quad Cities, right by Augustana College, uh, and you tell them Moody and Pat sent you, they'll give you a twenty percent off uh, discount on your purchase. Yes, twenty percent off purchase on anything from pizza to ice cream to wings to nachos. Stop by in the Quad Cities and get yourself some Happy Joe's today. Yeah, we'd like to thank Happy Joe's for sponsoring this show. I mean. They don't, but it'd be cool if they would. Alright, we're going to take a quick time out for Station ID, and we'll be right back to the show. This is Zoomer Sports Radio. You're listening on the Spotify app, Anchor app, YouTube, and or Apple Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We're back here on the Zoomer Sports uh, Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Moody, along with our, my co-host, Patrick we are going to finish our top 10 rankings of the NFL. So uh, I'll start us off at number 10. we got Travis Kelsey, my guy in Kansas City, the best tight end in the league and one of the best pass catchers in the league. At number 10, I had Khalil Mack, linebacker from the Chicago Bears. You could argue with down here, absolutely, but he's still an elite linebacker, um, former defensive player of the year. 
there's no question he's still the same player going forward. Alright, good. Number nine, I'm going down to uh, New Orleans. I got wide receiver Michael Thomas. I think he is a very... People People look at me weird when I say he's a top 10 player in the NFL. I think he is. He's a great pass catcher, great runner. And with Drew Brees there, that just makes him a way better receiver. My number nine, I also had a wide receiver, but not in the NFC South. In the NFC West now. DeAndre Hopkins. I know that was a dumb trade for the Texans to get rid of him. He wanted a pay cut. He's now in Arizona. Um, I would say second best receiver in the NFL behind Michael Thomas, who we'll talk about later. But yeah, I have him at nine. I don't know. Number eight. I'm going out to the Monsters of the Midway over at Soldier Field. I got linebacker Khalil Mack, who did have a down year, as uh, Patrick uh, said earlier, but he is still a great threat on defense, and no quarterback wants to face him. My number eight, I'm going to the NFC South. Um, quarterback of the Saints, Drew Brees. Um, he's 40 years old. He plays like he's 25. I mean, he has elite weapons like Alvin Kamala and Michael Thomas. Uh, and Jared Cook, granted, but... What, the, what this guy's doing at 40 is just unbelievable. And this year is one of his best years to win a Super Bowl, just bringing in Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I mean, Drew Brees, I have him high on my list. And for my number seven pick, he did have a very down year, but I expect to bounce back. This guy's won Defensive Player of the Year before. People might look at me weird, but having him this high, Von Miller, Denver Broncos. It was even on your list, Patrick. He did not make my list because I missed off of last year. See, yeah, see, I, I, I'm doing it the last couple years. I think Von Miller has a bounce back year in Denver. He's like the he only. The he did. I saw something like that on Instagram. Wait, Actually, Von Wait, Miller is such a threat. Wait, it says present though. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I'm like, no way they're cutting Von Miller. Unless he's making, like, stupid money. Yeah, but, yeah, I still think he's... Looking at it, I probably have him too high, but I still think he's a top 25 NFL player. No doubt. I kind of forgot about him. Maybe I should have had him on list, but anyway. Um, at number... What, number seven? Yeah. Yeah, at number seven, you mentioned him a while ago. Quarterback from the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson. Um... Doesn't really have any great weapons. Never had any great receivers. Doug Baldwin. Um, yeah, Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett. Um, and Chris Carson, obviously, is the running back. But he has, like, no tight end. Not a great O-line. And you just see him time and time again performing on an exceptional level. He's won a Super Bowl, been to two of them. Um, just an all-around great player. And he's in his prime right now. So this is where he's going to be at his best. Yeah, no doubt about that. And then on to number six. Who do you got? In number six, I have, well, for a while, the best defensive player in the league. Actually, last couple of years. But I have Aaron Donald of the L.A. Rams. Down here for him and the whole Rams team. But there's no way that he, he I mean, he had 20 sacks the year they went to the Super Bowl. So, it just shows how dominant he is. He's always he's just disruptive on defense. I have him at number six. I will be staying at the defensive end position. 
but going in a different I have JJ Watt. Granted, see, I, I'm still going in. See, some of my guys made the list who were injured last year, so that affects your list. But JJ Watt, great threat, still one of the best players in the NFL. I mean, he only played like seven games last year, but I think he'll be back healthy this year, ready to go. Yeah, the only play on my list looking at it that I would say um, doesn't obey the rule of you have to play the whole season would be Saquon, but you know what, that's a topic for another day. Okay, moving on to number five, I had Mr. Do-It-All on offense for the Carolina Panthers, Christian McCaffrey. Had like over 2,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving or something like that. Um, Terrific running back. Um... Went to Stanford. Um, great, he developed greatly in the NFL. Not on the best team, but if he was on a better team, he'd be doing huge things right now. Uh, it's just unfortunate this situation he's in. Yeah, it's, it's just terrible. I mean, number five, I had Saquon, who did have an injured year, but I'm looking also back at 2018 because he's only a like, two-year player and amazing talent, amazing guy. I'm expecting big things from him this year. And then McCaffrey, I completely forgot about. That's just my bad. All right, number four, who you got? Okay, down to the final four. I have another running back, this time from the Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry. Um, won the rushing title, stole it over Nick Chubb in Week 17 with that 200-yard performance against the Texans. Just un- unbelievable. Just watching him in the playoffs destroy the Ravens, I, my jaw dropped. I mean, what he did, I don't think anyone saw coming in. I think even if you ask the Titans on how he how he did over the playoff run, um, they would say it's one of the best running back performances they've seen by one in a long time. Um, but he's just a dominant kind of old school running back. Um, great on the ground with his feet. You know, he has the weight and he has the speed that really helps him. And I think that brings him all the way up to number four. All right, number four, you talked about him earlier. I have the best wide receiver in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he, he is going to Arizona, so I will be expecting a down year probably. with. But granted, Kyler Murray, he can throw the ball. And, I mean, that, that makes Kyler Murray better with DeAndre Hopkins there. I mean, I mean, you still got like 90-year-old Larry Fitzgerald there, but DeAndre Hopkins upgrades Kyler Murray instantly. All right, he got number three. Who you got? Number three. Some people might think I have him a little high, but I think this is right for him considering the season he came off of, who just set the record for most receptions in a season, wide receiver Michael Thomas. Um, clearly the best receiver in the league. I mean, I had him in, he, he, I had him in number two for number two receiver in the league. So. Um, just absolutely. Some of the catches he was making is ridiculous. Uh, his production. Um, he really carries the Saints' lack of production at the receiving core. Um, for the Saints, he's just a reliable number one target, and definitely no question in my mind, he's the best receiver in the league. Uh, yeah, I mean, so on number three, who you got? Top three. I, that was my number three. Oh yeah, my number three. You talked about him earlier. I I love quarterbacks. Drew Brees is on my list. Number three. People might think he's too high, but Drew Brees at five nine is still somehow one of the best quarterbacks in the league. It's insane. He, I mean, he does have a lot of weapons, but he makes weapons like uh, out of his own, like um, 
Austin Carr. No one knew who that was, and he made a weapon out of him. He makes not only receivers, running backs, he makes everyone better on that offense. No doubt. One of the all-time greats. Um, okay, down to the top two. I'm going to bet that we have the same two at number two in the same order. At number two, I have Lamar Jackson, uh, the MVP of this last season. Uh, the reason, much of the reason, I think if he performed well in the playoffs and even won the Super Bowl, there's no question I would have had him at number one. He'd not do that, but he's still a top two player and one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, a lot of people coming out of college said that he couldn't play QB. Uh, they said it should be like a running back or receiver, but he's proven them wrong. Um, he had an amazing regular season, won the MVP. He just needs to do better in the playoffs, and maybe he'll be at number one. I agree with you, number two, Lamar Jackson. And all right, and uh, for number one, and number one, we have Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs. No, no, what? I mean, McCall Hartman had a great year, but no, Pat Mahomes, greatest player in the NFL right now. Yeah, that's Mahomes. I mean, that's unanimous. I mean, granted, like, see, we had different philosophies. I favored, honestly, more defensive guys. Damn. And, uh, but I really am a component of the running back, granted. Wait, hold on. Derek. No, go on. Derek Henry and Christian McCaffrey should be on this list, but, like, the running back position in the NFL is so little valuable compared to what it used to be. Okay, so I'm going to go through my breakdown of like players and positions. I had I had um, five quarterbacks. I had five running backs. I had three wide receivers, two tight ends, um, and then ten defensive players. I had five QBs. I mean, I had one running back, Saquon. I had a bunch of wide receivers. DeAndre, uh, Michael Thomas, who else? Tyreek, Julio, Adam Thielen. So I had five or two tight ends. And then I had a bunch of defensive players. I had... I had 12 defensive players. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, should we I'm, move on to LB? Yeah. All right. So now we will move on to the top 25 guys in Major League Baseball. Play ball. All right. Yeah. I'll stop at number 25. He had a. Down year last year. Granted, he got a huge contract the season before. Came to went to Philadelphia. We got right fielder Bryce Harper at number twenty five. He granted past years he's a top ten player. This year he he just couldn't find a stride. I expect him to be higher next year on the list, but we got Harper here. All right, at number twenty five, we have a three time Gold Glove winner. A four-time Silver Slugger Award winner. Uh, former Arizona Diamondback, now with the Cardinals. We have Paul Goldschmidt, first baseman. 
I hate Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> As a Cub fan, I hate him. Yeah. Um, I had to put him on the list, though. I think that he was always great in Arizona. Um, did some good things for the Cardinals this year. And um, helping them reach the NLCS. Really unfortunately, We're talking about baseball now. Got to put my Cubs hat on. Yeah, well, they unfortunately got swept by the Nationals. But what he did in the regular season, I think, was just enough to grant him a spot in the top 25. All right. At number 24, I'm going to the north side of Chicago, Wrigley Field. He plays the hot corner, the 2016 MVP, 2015 Rookie of the Year, world champion, three-time All-Star, I believe, Chris Bryant. I like him here because he's a very versatile third baseman. He's very athletic. He has power. He has speed. I mean, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of speed, but he's got speed. If you watch him run, he's got speed. And a little down year for him this year, but I expect big things next year. Do he has in two seasons? He will become a free agent. I did have Chris Bryant a little high on my list, but at twenty-four, I did have a cup. I had Anthony Rizzo, uh, three-time All-Star as well, uh, huge part of them winning the World Series in twenty sixteen, uh, multiple Gold Glove winner. Um, just an overall great first baseman for the Cubs, and in Chicago, he's been a player, he's one of the few players who's been on the rebuilding process, and it finally paid off a few years ago. Unfortunate that things didn't go well this year, but I think with David Ross as the manager, I can't say it's a guarantee, but I still have faith in Rizzo going forward. Yeah, Rizzo would definitely be an honorable mention on my list. He, he didn't quite make it, but he's definitely such a He's such a great player. Team captain of the Cubs. And 23, we're going out to the West Coast. We got starting pitcher. He's a little old, but he's still one of the best players in the league. Clayton Kershaw. I mean, the only thing that's holding him back is his struggles in the postseason. He cannot get that. I mean, he's won. He's the pitcher of the decade. He won, what, three Cy Young Awards? This guy's insane. Okay. Um, Clayton Kershaw was an honorable mention for me. Didn't quite make the list. Uh, a lot of that is due to the fact that he can't win the postseason. But anyway, going on to my number 23, I had a pitcher as well. And it's the pitcher that um, beat him in the World Series, Justin Verlander. Uh, eight-time All-Star, two-time Cy Young Award winner, uh, ALCS MVP, AL Rookie of the Year, um, just overall one of the best pitchers in the league, no doubt. I mean, I do have Verlander way higher on my list, but it's so much harder when you do it pitchers and position players. It's just insane, but for number 23, I'm going out to uh, Fenway Park out in uh, Boston. We got uh, the three-time All-Star World Series champ. J.D. Martinez, who is coming off a down year, but let me give you these numbers. A 304 batting average, 939 OPS, 36 homers, 105 RBIs. That is an amazing down season. It's amazing. Uh, number, we're going to stay with the pitchers for number 22. Um, we're going to go to the AL Central. We're going to go with Corey Kluber. 
Oh, he he got traded to the Rangers. Oh, he got traded to the Rangers. Did not see that. Um, but yeah, two old Cy, two time Cy Young winner. Um, disappointing that the Indians did not make the playoffs this year. But I don't think that takes anything away from his ability for the Indians. I mean, the Rangers going forward on his new team. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a two time AL wins leader. I mean, there's a reason. This guy is one of the best pitchers in the league. He knows how to win. Uh, a little bit of a down year, but definitely not a new pad you're going to be seeing with Cleveland. I mean, I just find it crazy that uh, the Indians won 93 games last year and didn't make the postseason. That's how good the AL pennant race was last year. Yeah. At number 21, he he was I he's, he belongs on this list, but I don't like him. I mean, with I mean. One of his teammates, people put higher. I lowered him because of the cheating scandal, but we got second baseman Jose Altuve. I mean, this guy, he could produce anywhere. He was insane, but because of the cheating scandal, he is lower on my list. He's He is, him and DJ LeMay, he would fight for the best second baseman in the league, but I'd probably give it to Altuve, but with the cheating scandal, I don't know now. Oh. Uh. I didn't take the cheating scandal probably as much into consideration as I should have, so I just based on what I've seen over the years, and Jose Altuve was a little high on my list. Um, but at number 21, I have the two-time Gold Glove winner, two-time defending Gold Glove winner in his position at third base with the Oakland Athletics, Matt Chapman. Um, Oakland the last few years has been in the wild card round. Unfortunately, they have not been able to win a game, but... Chapman is a huge reason why they're able to get to that point. I mean, this was a franchise that was not really doing so well. I mean, and then you bring Matt Chapman in, uh, and then they just start winning games. I mean, he's he fills in the gap for them at the position, and he's just the cornerstone of the A's franchise. Man, do great minds think alike. At number 20, guess who I have? Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman. I mean, this guy came off a career season. I mean, his average was a little down this year, but his home runs and RBIs were up. Granted, so was everyone else's, but Matt Chapman, such an amazing fielder. He just brings so much more extra, just like... He just, he's just way... He makes that Oakland lineup so much better with him in it. Absolutely. Uh, at number 20, you mentioned him a few uh, rankings ago. I have another Cub, Chris Bryant. NL Rookie of the Year, as you said. NL MVP, as you said. I know this year his stats were not, did not blow your mind. But, I mean, this guy has got to be one of the top 25 players in the league. I mean, what he's done up to this point in his career, over 400 RBIs, over 130 homers. I mean, a batting average around 280. I mean, there's nothing that, I mean, it would just be, it would be foolish to not recognize him as one of the top 25 players in the league. Alright, on number 19, we got this guy, the reigning NL Rookie of the Year, nicknamed the Polar Bear. This guy set a record with the most home runs as a rookie in MLB history, breaking Aaron Judge's record with 53 this season. We got Pete Alonso of the New York Mets. This guy, his pop and his bat is insane. I mean, he slugged 583 this year, and he only batted 260, like. Come on, that's insane. His strikeout numbers are high, but granted, so was the league. So, 
I do like Pete Alonso here. I tell you what, I should have had Pete Alonso on my list. I'm regretting the fact that I did because what he showed this rookie year, um, he showed me a good player. I mean, okay, on to number 19, I have the back, the outfielder of the big two on the New York Yankees. I have John Harrell State. Um, down here for him. Obviously, he was disappointed that the Yankees could not make it to the World Series, but he's a four-time All-Star. Uh, won the NL MVP over on the Marlins back in 2017. Um, just overall, just a home run machine. I mean, he's a, he, he's what make the he's what makes the Yankees a contender to win the AL, and I think they will. Use them. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just. Going on number 18, you want to go first? Yes, I will. At number 18, I have all-star Freddie Freeman. Holy I cow, so do I. Seriously? Yeah. Number 18, I have Freddie Freeman. I think that's the first real time since, like, Mahomes and Jackson. I mean, we all knew that, but, like, that's the first time we've had a legit, like, match. Anyway, Freddie Freeman at 18. Um, he gets the Braves into the playoffs every year, wins the division every year. We thought that the Phillies would steal for them. Freddie Freeman, I mean, he's, other than Ronald Acuna... Um, the best player on the Braves. Yeah, the best player on the Braves. I mean, great duo there. Uh, at first baseman, he's a silver slugger award winner. Um, just does it all, and they deny any team the chance to win the NL Central. NL East. NL East, a huge reason why. Yeah, Freddie Freeman, yeah, you sum it up. I mean, career year, batted uh, at uh, 4.4 award down from last year, but his homers were up, his RBIs were up, his walks were up, his strikeouts were down. So that's a good sign. His his hits were down, unfortunately, but his runs scored were up. And then moving on to number 17, I'm going out to the Colorado Rockies. We got shortstop Trevor Story. I mean, this guy is just He's an all-star this season and won the Silver Slugger shortstop. I mean, this guy, you know someone special in there, the fastest at their position to hit 100 home runs. No doubt. Um, okay, we're at number 17. And at number 17, I'm going to go for third baseman slash shortstop, Manny Machado. Um, <laughs> a lot could argue that this was not his best year playing in San Diego, this functional franchise, but helped the Dodgers towards the end of the year. Um, over the Brewers in the World Series. Um, in 2018. Not having the best year right now, but he's still a great player, and I think he's worthy of being in the top 25. Um, multiple gold, glove award winner. Um, four-time All-Star. I mean, just a great player. All right, at number six, at number sixteen, I got another cheater out there, Alex Bregman. A lot of guys have him higher, but he's a cheater, so he gets lower on that list. Two-time All-Star, World Series champ, Silver Slugger. See, I don't know how good his stats should be because they are inflated due to the cheating scandal with the cameras and the trash cans and the buzzers. But I mean, forty-one home runs and one hundred twelve RBIs. I'll clap that up for you, but I mean. Let's let's check the splits real fast on him. Let's see the home versus away. Um, home he had uh, only six. Oh my god, his stats are better on the on the road. Bregman, 
clap it up. He batted 315 away, 278 at home. All right, Bregman. Okay. We already, you already mentioned him at number 16 from the Bean Town, Austin Red Sox outfielder J.D. Martinez. Um, disappointing they could not follow up the World Series championship and get back to the playoffs, but when they did win the championship, there's a huge reason why. Um, Hank Hill, an award winner, um, three-time All-Star, World Series champ, and I mean, he hit four home runs in a game. I know that was a long time ago, but I mean, it's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. He's got to be on this list. Alright, on an we we will finish our uh, top fifteen after a quick commercial break for one of our sponsors. So uh, just hang tight. Uh, we'll be right back on Zoomer Sports Radio. This is Zoomer Sports Radio, sponsored by the Home Depot. Tile, it's unstoppable. It can go on the floor, the walls into nooks and crannies. It can go everywhere. The Home Depot has Tile's latest trends and textures. From classic to unexpected, all at an unexpectedly low price. Tile, see what it can take you. It has the amber wood of Tile starting at 189 a square foot. The Home Depot, more safe, more doing. All right, thank you to the fine folks at Home Depot for sponsoring us. They don't, but it'd be cool if they would. All right, now let's get a quick station ID before we uh, head back to the show. This is Zoomer Sports Radio. Listen to it on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, or Apple Podcasting apps. All right, welcome back. Uh, we're going to finish our uh, top 15 baseball players and move on to the NBA. A little bit longer show than yesterday today, but hey, the more the merrier. All right. Do you want to start off with 15, Pat? I will start off with number 15. You mentioned him a few uh, selections ago. Third baseman and shortstop Alex Bregman of the Houston Astros. Why is he not high? Cheating scandal. Uh, he had career highs in RBIs and home runs. Why? I mean, much of the reason. I mean, we can't. We ought to devalue that in some way. I mean, sure, he's a great player. A lot of people probably have him top 10, maybe even top 5. I just don't. Though after the team scandal, that just makes him me look at him as a completely different player. I only have him at fifteen. Yeah, I, I mean, my fifteenth pick. I'm going out to the nation's capital and going with uh, starting pitcher Steven Strasburg. Man, this guy ever since he was he became a rookie, he was been he's been lights out. I mean, three three All Stars. He's he won he was the World Series MVP last year when the Nationals finally won it. I mean, this guy led the league in wins last year. Uh, I mean, that's an irrelevant stat, but he still led the league. I mean, he had a 1.0 whip, and a, he had a 3 ERA, which is as good as a starter. I mean, 251 strikeouts, just insane pitching from him. I'm going to be honest. I completely forgot about him. I should have had him on my list. Anyway, my number fifth, no, 14. Uh, my number 14 is Aaron Judge. From the Yankees. The other half of the outstanding dynamic duo with John Carl Stanton um, in, the out, in that loaded Yankees outfield. Um, came into the league, outstanding rookie. 
Uh, many refer to him as the LeBron James of baseball, but he really went up the league. I mean, winning the home run derby. Um, unfortunately, they could not cap it off in getting to a World Series this year. Um, much that to the Astros. But there's no doubt that he's a top 15 player in the league in my mind. Alright, my 14th pick, uh, we're going to stay in the nation's capital. I'm going to go with the ace of that bullpen, even though Strasburg is an ace, but the number one guy, Max Scherzer. I mean, he's got different colored eyes for all. I mean, this guy is just insane to pitch against. I mean, he struck out 20 guys in a game before. I mean, Cy Young winner. What I mean, it's just too hard. Okay, moving on to number 13. Uh, we're going to go back to Fenway. We're going to go back to the pitching mound. We're going to go with Chris Sale. This guy, World Series champion, huge reason why for the Red Sox. This season was disappointing, as it was for many uh, people and fans in Boston. But he's a seven-time All-Star. Um, strikeout leader twice down here. But there's no doubt that he's one of the best pitchers in the league. Yeah, I mean, I Chris Sale's a great pitcher. I mean, his year was too down to make my list, but 13, you mentioned him earlier. I have him a lot higher than you did. Uh, he had a great season this year. I, be, I believe, honestly, like the third best season of his career. We got Justin Verlander in Houston. I mean, you're a pitcher. The cheating scandal doesn't affect you. So, I mean, he his whip was below one. His ERA was below three. This guy is insane. Uh, he won that. Uh, Cy Young Award over Garrett Cole, which I do not believe he should have won, even though he did have a great year. I mean, this guy's an eight-time All-Star. I mean, he's pitched three no-hitters in his career. He's 3,000 strikeouts. Verlander deserves it. Insane. I probably had, should have had him a little high on this, but oh well. Uh, number 13, I think this guy, um, when everything's going his way, is a top-five player. Um but I have Jose Altuve at number 13. You mentioned him down in the list because of the cheating schedule scandal. Um, I lowered him on my list because of that. I might just think of him as a better overall player. But, yeah, I mean, AL MVP in 2017. Um, ALCS MVP this year. I mean, yes, the cheating scandal and everything. But, I mean, what he did in the playoffs... Um, cheating or not, was just it was unbelievable until they ran to the Nationals. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna go with uh, you mentioned him earlier, two picks earlier for my number twelve spot. We got Aaron Judge. Granted, injuries kind of derailed the season this year, but I mean, still one of the best guys in the MLB, no doubt about it. I mean, he this guy's just pure power. Like, it's insane. Uh, right fielder of Yankees, best player in the uh, – well, Garrett Cole now, but second best, best position player. Yes. Okay, we're at number – this 11. Uh, did, who was – was Altuve 12 for you? Yeah, Altuve was – yeah, my bad. Al, Altuve was 12. All right, 11. 11. We're going to go for Max Scherzer. All right, um, yeah. Huge reason why the Nationals won the World Series. Uh, a three-time Cy Young Award winner. Um, All-MLB first team this year. I mean, he's peaking at the right time in his career in order for us to make this list. I mean, you could argue he should be a little higher. Um, 
definitely not the best pitcher in the game behind Garrett Cole, in my opinion. But what he did in the playoffs this year, I think, is the reason why he bumped up a little more on my list than I would have had him if we're just talking regular season. Yeah, matches are great. It's great on everything. And number 11, I'm going down to the great state of Georgia, home of uh, country music and barbecue and the Olympics in the 90s. We got Ronald Acuna Jr. I mean, came off. A, he had a great rookie season. And to bounce that off with a better season, granted, he did get to play 40 more games, but you had 175 hits, 41 dingers, 37 stolen base, bases. He was three stolen bases away from joining the 40-40 club, I believe being the fifth guy to do that. So uh, that should be his goal going into next season. I mean, he had an above-five war. This guy, he's insane. All right, we are going into the top 10. And for my number 10, I have from New York City, of the other side of New York, I got the New York Mets. Um, Jacob DeGrom, the pitcher. Um, I, I'm just realizing it now. I probably should have had Scherzer ahead of him. Oh, no, no, no. DeGrom should have been high, higher than that. I, I would agree with you on that one. DeGrom's yeah. higher on my list than 10. But you see. A lot of that, you know, um, he has a career winning record by about 20 games. Um, he was the strikeout leader in the National League this year. I mean, maybe his team wasn't producing. Maybe if you're looking at stats, maybe he's not the guy that shows up, but he was very productive on the mound for New York. And he was a two time NL Cy Young Award winner. So it just shows how good of a player he can be in a functional organization for our team. Yeah, all right. My number 10 pick is. Just wait for it. This guy comes from the north side of town. I mean, he's a, one of the best shortstop, ranked the best defensive player in the league. It's insane. This guy. Yeah, his nickname El Mago. I was the MLB The Show 20 intro. So my audio might not have been as good, but... uh. Yeah, Javier Baez, uh, he's he's on my list. He was a All Star past two seasons. He's he's the best player in the Cubs. Uh, he's twenty seven, still young. He's he was the NLCS MVP in twenty sixteen, along with John Lester. But uh, yeah, this guy's insane. I mean, his homers were down this year, but granted, he was injured a little bit. He did have a, a leg injury. His average was. Uh, Average was down a little, but doesn't matter. This guy is still a once-in-a-generation talent. Yeah, he did not make my list. Again, I'm doing basically most of the last he, he didn't make – he had a better season than both Rizzo and Bryant. How do you not make your list? Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess it's just the name that they're living under. Uh, Javi Baez is a name that – I know he's a cub, but he just got lost in my head. I don't know why. I, I just forgot about him. Probably should have made my list. But anyway – Going on to my number nine, going to Georgia, going to outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. Last year's NL Rookie of the Year, uh, Silver Slugger Award, and also uh, the other half of the big two for Atlanta with Freddie Freeman. Um, just one of the best outfielders in the game, clearly. 
Alright, for my number nine pick, uh, we got the guy, uh, out of just fresh off winning the World Series. He, uh, went over to, uh, Orange County and joined the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. We got third baseman Anthony Rendon, who's gonna try to make a push for the playoffs along with Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and uh, Andrelton Simmons out there in Orange County. Should be excited. That should be, that's a good team to watch. LA's got a lot of good baseball along with the Dodgers and uh, the Angels. A lot, so much talent just within like five miles of each other. All right, hear me now. You might be a little bit high, but I'm basing it off of the last few years. Go to Francisco Lindor. Of oh no, he's not high at all. He he's my is this number nine? Uh yes. I had him at number eight. He's my next pick. He's just been, if there's a guy that's consistent in this league, I'd say it's Francisco Lindor. That's the World Series, four-time All-Star. I mean, he's consistently putting up at least 30 homers a year. He just does what he needs to for the Indians. And he's a two-time Gold Glove winner. I mean, clearly. I mean, even he's the best shortstop in baseball. Yeah, he's the, no doubt the best shortstop in the game. And, yeah, maybe a little bit of a down year. That's why I probably didn't have him a little higher. I mean. A couple of years ago, he was probably a top three player in the league in many minds, and me included. He's, he still is a top player. I mean, Grant, yes, this year was a down year. He did battle injuries, but everyone goes through injuries. I mean, he, who he's the best shortstop in the league. Yes. Car- I mean, he's number eight for me, so who's your number eight? My number eight, we got to go out to the Rocky Mountains for – Nolan Arenado. You know, um, five-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger winner. Um, did the Rockies make the playoffs last year? I can't remember. I don't think they did. No, they did not. They were made in 2018 and lost to the Brewers in the NLDS. They did not. But just, you could argue the best third baseman in the league. Um, just a player that deserves to be on the list, no doubt. All right, at number seven, incredible. Our last two picks have been one off. I got Nolan Arenado. You said it. This guy, Colorado, just ripping it. Best third baseman in the game. I mean, there's rumors of him coming over to the north side of my team, the Cubs, but didn't happen. It would have been awesome to have him, Rizzo, and Baez all on the same team. Just insane. I saw that, and I saw that they would try to get him for Chris Bryant. And I'm looking at his stats now. I mean, he's lost. He's won the last seven Golden Glove awards. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, anyway, moving on to number. Is this number? Yeah, number, number six. six. Uh, number six. Maybe his full potential will be unleashed this season, playing with Mike Trout. I got Anthony Rendon of the Angels. Um, you know, won the World Series last year was much the reason why. I think getting some postseason exposure, going over to L.A. to play with Mike Trout, I think they'll play very well together. Um, and I think he's playing the best baseball he's ever played. I mean, he, he had 34 homers this year, and he had a a th- over 300 batting average. I mean, that's nothing. To, that's not too shabby at all. I mean, 
expecting a big season from him and Mike Drock, who we'll talk about later. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely talk about him in a minute. Number six, this guy going to Queens, New York, Jacob DeGrom. The back-to-back Cy Young Awards. This guy's insane. Three-time All-Star, MLB ERA leader. This, he's the best pitcher in the National League. Sorry, Max Scherzer. Sorry, Steven Strasburg. Not really. I don't really care about you. <laughs> the, the the best the, the pitchers I care about the most are named Kyle Hendricks, Hugh Darvish, and John Lester. <laughs> but yeah, Degrom, this generational talent, and see in 2015 when they got to the World Series, listen to this pitching staff. Only three of the guys are still there back on that team. DeGrom, Syndergaard, Mats. Those are still left on the team, but you also had Zach Wheeler, uh, Matt Harvey, who's now out of the league. He, he used to be uh, – he fell from earth. And Bartolo Colon, who's the – he's the biggest meme, the GOAT of baseball. But that – if that rotation was able to stick around, I'm insane. Okay. We're going to stay on the pitching mound. You talked about the best pitcher in the NL. I have to s- the best pitcher in the AL. Same exact pick as you. <laughs> what? Same exact pick. Oh. I think our top five might be exactly the same. Can we just say it right now and then we'll talk about them later? Alright. Uh, uh, Alright, yeah. Top five, Garrett Cole. Number five, Garrett, Garrett Cole. Who number do you have? Four, yep. Number three, Christian Yelich. Number two, Cody Bellinger. Yep, and number one, Mike Trout. Yeah, all right. Let's we'll go through them one by one. All right, let's go start with Garrett Cole. All right, what he did last year, I mean, even though he didn't win the Cy Young, he should have didn't win the World Series. Was insane. Yes, no doubt. Okay, moving on to number four, Mookie Betts. Played a while in Boston, won a World Series, AL MVP. When he goes, when I heard that he got traded to the Dodgers, I, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, how would they let the franchise player leave like that? I mean, going over to LA with um, Bellinger, that's going to be exciting to watch. I think that if there's a year that the Dodgers break out and win the World Series, this is the year that they can't let it slide with Mookie. Yeah, I think this is the year the Dodgers finally pulled off after losing to the Astros in 2017 and the Red Sox in 2018. I think they pull it off, and then we go to a. Let's go to, uh, number three, Christian Yelich of the Brewers. I hate this guy just because how much he kills the Cubs. Literally, I've been to two Cubs Brewers games. Yelich is at a homer in both of them. This guy kills the Cubs. He's an All Star, won the MVP last year. He's insane. The Brewers won this trade with Miami. Yelich. I agree. I refer to Christian Yelich as the James Harden of baseball. In Miami, wasn't doing too great. I mean, he was a good player, not a great player. Once he got to Milwaukee, just like just like Harden, Oklahoma City, and Houston. Yeah, exactly. And then once he got to Milwaukee, his full potential was unleashed. Um, and yeah, as a Cubs fan, I hate to say it, but I mean, you can't deny that he's a top three player. In this I mean, I've- going back to that Harden, uh, that Harden comparison, Giancarlo Stanton would be like Kevin Durant. He yeah. left to go join the Yankees. Just like he left to go to join the Evil Warriors, he joined the Evil Yankees. And Marcelo Zuna, he went. He he's Russell Westbrook. But granted, Russell West, Westbrook was the one who ended up staying. He went to St. Louis. But that that comparison is spot on. It's spot on. Okay, number two, Cody Bellinger. 
Yeah, we can agree. I mean, what can I say? Just, what really needs to be said? I had the pleasure of seeing Cody Bellinger play live this year at Fenway Park. The man is insane. I mean, he had 47 homers this year. No, He had a great year in 2018, but no one expected him to have the year he ended up having. He had a 9-war. Nine, 9. That's like trout level, but he batted over 305. He bat, he went from batting 260 in 2018 to 305. That's insane. Huge jump. His OPS went up 200 points. Insane. And number one, I mean, if, if this was what he can do now, there's no way he's not going to be number one going forward with Anthony Rendon coming to town. We got Mike Trout, three-time MVP, two-time All-Star Game MVP, seven-time Silver Slugger. Um, even on a bad team, the fact that he's just dominant and getting this much praise is the best player in the league just shows how great of a player he really is. And maybe we'll start seeing him in the playoffs year after year. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... uh. Mike Trout is your number one player, folks, in this uh, top 25 segment of MLB players. But I'm going to allude on that a little longer. But I think Mike Trout, when it's all said and done, will be the GOAT of baseball. He will be the Tom Brady, the Michael Jordan, LeBron James, the Wayne Gretzky. He will beat Babe Ruth, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, whoever you want to put, Barry Bonds. He will be better. All right, hear me out. He only he hasn't played a full season since 2016, he's he has had this season in uh, ended three times in a row. Guess what? He won the MVP last year, only playing in 134 games. Because if he can finally find a stay away to healthy, find his way to stay healthy, he will be the best player in the league. He still had 104 RBIs playing 134 games. Still hit 45 homers. If he got that extra 28 games. He would have had more homers than Pete Alonso. He would have hit more than 53. He would have batted better than 291. That was a down year for him. That was his worst average in his career besides 2014. And he won the MVP in 2014. And his worst in his career, he still won the MVP. That's how good this guy is. He, ha- he is going to be. Uh, we will play. That, that's, that's a discussion for uh, sometime next week. Uh, on the show, but uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll talk about the MLB uh, May thing sometime next week, probably Monday or Tuesday. But uh, this guy, mark my words, write it down. Just This guy will be the GOAT of Major League Baseball when it's all said and done. And I just hope he gets to make the playoffs at some time. Because he hasn't made the playoffs since, what, twenty? he's made the playoffs once in 2014. He hit a homer. That was his only hit. And they lost the Royals, but I really want to see this guy in the World Series. All right, before we move on to NBA, I'm going to go to the bathroom. All right, yeah, we will uh, take a quick break right now. You're listening. You are listening to Zoomer Sports Radio on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, and/or Apple Podcast app. We will be taking a quick break. Uh, words from our sponsors will be next. Uh, thank you for listening. You're listening to Zoomer Sports Radio, sponsored by Buick. Garcia's got a new car. I'm outside. Where are you? I'm right here. I'm at the Buick. I don't 
Let's see a Buick. Take a fresh look at Buick. It just might surprise you. That's not a Buick. That's what I told for a huge selection of Buick vehicles, plus a driving buying experience too good not to mention, visit Mention Buick GMC just off I-95, exit 8 in Stanford, and at mentionit.com. Welcome back to the Zoomer Sports Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Moody. Uh, we are continuing on uh, to the NBA. It's the moment you all have been waiting for. You've been antsy. You've been waiting for this. This is going to have the most debate, the most arguments, the most controversies, the NBA list. So let's get to it. Without further inst- without furthermore instruction, let's get down to the dirty work. we got top, tw- top 25 NBA players next. Man, uh, T- uh, NBA on TNT. Oh my God, I can't speak. NBA on TNT's uh, theme song is one of the best in all of sports, along with like CBS College Basketball and College Football on ESPN. And the NFL on uh, on Fox, ESPN. yeah. On Fox, yes. I, I like that one too. But yeah, all right, let's get down to it. Number twenty-five. I got to pick one of my guys on the Bulls. I mean, so we're going to go with their score, their best player, the shooting guard. They signed him on a four or five year deal. I don't remember. We got Zach Levine. This guy carries the Bulls. He's the best guy on the team. I mean, who else is going to, who else is going to score and produce on that team? Kobe White, Lowry Markinen, Thaddeus Young, Wendell Carter Jr. I mean, come on. It's actually a Wendell Carter Jr. jersey. But yeah, Zach Levine, number 25 for me. Uh, number 25, I'm going to go with another guy who specializes in dunking, but from the Western Conference out in Utah, Donovan Mitchell. This uh, guy good pick, good pick. Should have won Rookie of the Year, won the dunk contest this rookie year, made immediate impact on that Jazz team that looked like it was rebuilding after losing Gordon Hayward. But yeah, should have won Rookie of the Year over Ben Simmons. Um, just He's had a great NBA career. Stephon actually made his first All-Star game selection. And my 24th pick is that same guy, Donovan Mitchell. This guy has just been insane. He's He averaged 24 points before he uh, got COVID-19, coronavirus, China virus, whatever you want to call it. Wuhan flu. <laughs> yeah, so, but he was my number 24 pick. Oh, and number 24 for me. Uh, I'm going with from down in Atlanta, Mr. Ice Trey Young. Uh, started for the all star game in the East this year. Uh, got like 23. I was, I was thinking we're going to have more of the back, the back, back or maybe, 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 
more banter, but Trayon's turning through for me. What this what this guy's done is in his two seasons, seasons is is off the off charts. charts. Like like I was I was I was I don't know how how I how I felt about Atlanta trading Dante for Trey Young back on that draft draft night. I thought that was I a shaking, shaking move, but it's turned out for both teams. Yeah, okay, okay. It was a great, great, It's one of those trades. They barely had one that, that worked out, worked out for both teams. teams. mention on my list and then just for, for all the listeners out there uh, I uh, me personally I'm more of a uh, baseball and a uh, college football uh, that's my best field of expertise and uh, Patrick here my co-host is uh, definitely college basketball and NBA yes all right and on number 21 <laughs> 21 I got I'm going north of the border. I'm going up to Toronto for Pascal Sakam. I mean, this guy, he came out of nowhere. I didn't, I really, before the season, had no clue who he was. But he aver- he's averaged just under 24 points per game. I mean, 7.5 rebounds. I mean, he doesn't even play 40 minutes. Like, he averages only 35 minutes a game, like, he puts up crazy numbers for a guy I never heard of until this season. I mean, he made the All-Star team. Oh, mind if I don't correct, mind if I correct you, but it's actually Pascal Siak. Uh, yeah, yeah he's, from, he's from Africa, so I mean, yeah, not easy. But anyway. Mo, Bamba, Mo Bamba's number one on my list. <laughs> just oh, yeah, kidding, just you know, kidding. You know. Okay, uh, number 21, I have the 
biggest all-star snub from this season. And Zach Levine. No, Zach Levine. He's he's the biggest all-star stunt. Okay, given that the game was in Chicago, I'll give you that. But, I mean, if we're talking about real players that should have been in the game, I mean, Bradley Beal. I mean, for a good amount of the season, I had him starting in the all-star game. I mean, I, here's one of those guys who I'll just be looking at the scores of the games, and I'll just see, like, night after night, Bradley Beal, 47, Bradley Beal, 43, Bradley Beal, 55. I mean... The way he was scoring the ball for this very limited Wizards team was just unbelievable. He's the really only playmaker, and the fact that he was on a bad Wizards team is probably why he didn't get a lot of praise in the All-Star voting. But, yeah, I mean, this this guy's talent is ridiculous. I mean, he's got to be up there in the top 25. Who the hell's printing something? All right, uh... Can't be kidding me. But uh, for my number twenty pick, we're going out to Boston. We got point guard uh, Kemba Walker, who's finally made it to uh his uh own uh he finally made it to a contender. I mean, he's been in Charlotte for so many years. It's just insane. Like he now has like guys supporting him with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, honorable mention on my list, Gordon Hayward. Marcus Smart, he actually has guys. He's not the only option now. Yeah. I, I, you alluded that he is higher on your list, too. Yeah, he is. Not that much, though. Uh, but at number 20, I have Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I think this is a good place for him. Uh, I know that the 76ers are not having the best season necessarily, but... He, I mean, I mean, he got over that hump of people saying he couldn't shoot. He made a couple three-pointers. Not too much of why he's up on my list of what he is, but, I mean, he's a great ball handler, uh, great big for handling the ball. And other than shooting, I mean, this guy's game is almost complete. Yeah. Wait, who's your pick? My bad, I... I stepped out for a bit. Oh, I have Simmons a little higher on my list. I mean, shooting is his problem. Oh my. Shooting is his problem for sure. And on number 19, I've come up with some nicknames for this guy. I mean, you might know him as the center for the Utah Jazz. I know him as Mr. COVID-19, Mr. Coronavirus, Mr. Touch the Microphone and Mock Coronavirus, the dude who canceled all sports, Rudy Gobert. This is my rant for the day. Rudy Gobert ruins sports. That's why he's lower on my list. (laughs) That's like a Stephen A. Smith take right there. (laughs) Honestly, like every... The NBA... The way the season, and then every like every other college tournament that's supposed to go on, they were announcing we have no fans. I feel like they heard Rudy Gobert, and they're like, oh, probably it's harder that we cancel. So yeah, Rudy Gobert, I mean, horrible influence on sports. <laughs> anyway. That is my rant for the day. That is my Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless-style rant. The Stephen A. Smith moment of the show. Hopefully we have something else later on. Okay, uh, number 19 on my list. Another center, same division, different team. Carl Anthony Towns. Um, you know, rookie of the year, uh, first overall pick in the draft. His team necessarily hasn't been winning, but he has showed out every year. He's always 
him make the All-Star team this year, but he's made it the last couple of years. He's one of the best centers in the league. I mean, on my list, from what I can see, he is the fourth. Yeah, he's the fourth best center in the league. Yeah, and going on to number 18, I'm going up to the great state of Oregon. I got C.J. McCollum, shooting guard. I mean, this guy is just, he is a superstar, but nobody really, no one really sees him as much of a superstar because one of the top five NBA players is on his team, Damian Lillard. We have Damian Lillard top five. Yeah, I do. I, I, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of Damian Lillard. I'm top ten. Um, top five might be a bit of a stretch, but okay. Uh, number... Oh, he's on my top. He's number six. He was an honorable mention for me, by the way. CJ McCollum was. Uh, on to number 18. The guy you just mentioned a little while ago, uh, a little bit ago, Pemba Walker in the Boston Celtics. You know, when he was in Charlotte, he wasn't really getting much attention because team always wasn't really that... I mean, I mean, you don't gotta be nice. You could just say they sucked, because that's what they did. They were a seventh okay. seed at best. Number 17, you mentioned earlier. I think we have him and Kemba Walker, or well, close to being exactly switched, but I got Ben Simmons for number 17. Uh, we do, oh, no, we don't. They're, they're one off. Yeah, one off. Yeah, but uh, this guy, I mean, imagine if he could shoot. Imagine if Simmons could shoot, how good of a player he'd be. Dude, I'd probably put him top five. I mean, just like it's like him and Markel Fultz. What is wrong with your jumper, Lonzo Ball? Too like, figure something out. You look like a me out there playing for the Steam Machine, shooting the ball. Yeah, the playmaker, Andrew Booby. Yeah, bro, I'm a paint player only. Once I get out of that rectangle, I I cannot play. We could start a whole other show and talk about the Steam Machine. But yeah. Oh, yeah. On, who's your 17? My, the Steam Machine is like a whole other My ball is like a whole other league. Anyway, my number 17 is uh, Pascal Siakam, Toronto Raptors. Last year's most improved player. Huge reason that the Raptors won their first championship ever in franchise history. This season, he's improving as much, if not more, than last season. All star starter. Um, is really filled in the loss of Kawhi Leonard this year. And the Toronto Raptors, you could say, have been a surprise team because right as of right now, I think they're second in the Eastern Conference, the Raptors are. Um, totally shocked by how this guy's playing. I did not know who he was about two years ago. So, yeah, huge surprise. And then moving on to number 16, I'm going out to Oklahoma City Thunder. He was just traded there this year. Chris Paul, point guard. Some people might say I have him too high. Would you agree? Yes, he is having a way better year this year than he did in the 2018-19 season. So that's how, why he got on my list. Yeah, 
It's just his improvement of him being the number one guy. I think this offseason he goes to Los Angeles and joins Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Boogie Cousins. Yeah, that would be interesting to see because the Lakers do need a point. Uh, yeah, like Avery, Avery Bradley, it'd be such an upgrade over Avery Bradley and Rajon Rondo. Yeah, anyway, going to number 16, we have, have another center. As you mentioned, Mr. COVID-19, also known as the Stifle Tower, Rudy Gobert. Uh, just a dominant shot-blocking machine in the paint. Shoots at like 70% field goal percentage. That's just ridiculous for Stephen for a center. Uh, his first All-Star game this year actually played really well in that game as well. Um, but yeah, he's easily the top three center in the league in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna talk about it. I don't want to. I don't want to get any more. Uh, ah, all right. On the 15, we got uh this guy, kid out of Marquette, drafted by Chicago, went to Minnesota, went to Philadelphia. Now has found himself really in Miami. Jimmy Butler. How do you feel about that pick at 15? Ding ding ding! I had him at 15 as well. <laughs> um. Yeah, started in Chicago, fan of him. Um, just yeah, he was just a great player in Chicago. Um, moved on, went his through his career in Minnesota, Philadelphia. Kind of became a bit of a hothead, you know. Was not a coach's favorite player to coach. That's why he went left to Miami. But since he's gotten to the Heat, I think he's really came back into the player that he is. Yeah, I think he's um, matured in Miami. That's what's helped yeah, him take off. And he actually has. He has great chemistry, I feel like, with Bam in a bio. He didn't make my list, but uh, he was an honorable mention. Yeah, he is definitely an honorable mention. That That's another guy who like, came out of nowhere and became... He was like a 16 pick. Was, that, yeah. He's like, uh, I thought he should have started in the All-Star game, but the fact that he didn't, I can live with that. All right, um, moving on to number 14. We're going back up to the... Uh, Wow, so this is one of the the state of lakes. Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, this guy, I mean, he's been a superstar since he uh, joined the league in uh, 2015 as the first overall pick, but he averages almost 27 points a game, 10 rebounds. That's a double double. I mean, he's insane. Okay, moving on to number 14. Um,. Injuries this season have been a concern. That's why he's a tad low. Is it Kyrie Irving? Um, yes, it is Kyrie Irving. That's who I got. Um, that's my next pick is Kyrie. Nice. Okay. So, Brooklyn Nets, you know, even when he was in Boston, I didn't think he was quite the player he was in Cleveland. Um, But still one of the best point guards in the league. Uh, definitely top five point guard in the league. Um, He can score whenever he wants to. He's... Decent passer, great ball handler. You could probably say he's the best handler in the league. But yeah, I have him 14. Alright, alright. Just question. Did Kevin Durant make your list? Yes. See, I'm I... assuming when he comes back, I have it number five. He would be in my top... He would be in my top five, but I don't have him on the list this year just because he hasn't played a single game this season. Okay. Did I, I mean, am I wrong? Yeah, I might have been wrong, but... I I realized that when I was looking at the stats this year, didn't see his name, didn't think of him. But now looking at it, he'd definitely be in the top five, probably just behind James Harden. 
Uh, on to number 13, I also had Kyrie injuries, but he's at least played this year. But, uh, yeah, he was he was so good with Boston, so good with Cleveland. I mean, he's played well wherever he's been. On to number 12, or you got 13. I got my 13. Okay, I'm probably going to get some hate from this. Oh, I know there's some huge fans of this player. Um, I just don't necessarily think that he's one of the best of the best, and it's Russell Westbrook, uh, the Brody. You know, came over to Houston. Um, I just don't – the chemistry there hasn't been great. I know Houston's won a decent amount of games, but I think it's going to bite them back in the playoffs if the NBA playoffs do happen because Hunt and Westbrook, I mean, two ball-centric players, I mean – that's why Westbrook hasn't really been having it necessarily as great of a season as Harden. I know he's picked up lately, but when he was in OKC, the only reason he won MVP is because he was the only one who was decent on his team. I mean, Victor Oladipo wasn't the player he is in Indiana now. He made my list, but that's another topic for another day. Um, but, you know, they just packed him. Uh, and that's basically why he won MVP, you know. Um, he's just not a very really coachable player compared to some of the other guys on this list. And... There are times when I just don't know. I just don't have him as high as some other people. I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate from that, but I'm I mean, I'm I'm sure not gonna get too much hate, but uh, going on to number twelve, I have uh, Nikola Jokic. Is that a little too low? Would you say? Uh, some people might I say. At, I actually had him at eleven, so no. Some people might say that's too low. Some people might, some people might like him at like a seven. I could see that he's got a wide range, but I mean, he averages a double double every night. Best player on his team. I mean, like who else does he got on his team though? I asked Jamal Murray. I asked you, the Kentucky kid. All right, who you got for number twelve? Number twelve, I have PG thirteen. Paul George came over in a blockbuster deal with the Thunder. Um. And he's been a great compliment to Kawhi Leonard this season. And he's much of the reason. I mean, the rumor is that Kawhi was going to come to L.A. to the Clippers. And, you know, that would have been cool to see. But, like, are they really a contender? You get Paul George on that team, I mean, they become a contender. I mean, they didn't make the All-Star team this year. But he's been a great player in the past. Actually finished top three in MVP voting last season. That just shows the type of player he can be and has been on the Clippers. And, uh, I was disappointed because I would have really liked to see the Clippers make a title run this year, and Paul George is the reason why. All right, yeah, going moving on number eleven. You said I'm it's Mr. Triple Double Russell Westbrook. I mean, this guy's had issues at everywhere, every year he's been. I mean, one of the most selfish guys in the NBA. I mean, he's got talent, but like he's stat packed in OKC. But I mean, like now with uh, Harden, hopefully he's looking for a championship. to number 11, as I previously mentioned, the Joker, Nikola Jokic, um, a center from the Nuggets, who has just had a great last couple seasons, uh, took the Nuggets to the playoffs last year for the first time in a while, um, averages like six assists or something like that as a center, which is just ridiculous, I saw something was like, the first center to average six or more assists since like Will Chamberlain, which is just, it's, it's Will Chamberlain that you're competing against. It's not a very long list, so that's pretty impressive. But yeah, first or second best center in the league, no doubt. I have him in 11. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 
before we hit up the top before we hit up the top ten, we're gonna have one more uh, stop with our sponsors or who we wish were our sponsors. So just hang tight. We'll be back to the moment you've all been waiting for. Sit still, strap back, and relax. You're listening to Zoomer Sports Radio, sponsored by Geico. Jimmy, how happy are folks who save hundreds of dollars listening to Geico? Happier than Dikembe Mutombo blocking a shot. <laughs> Get happy. Get Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you to Geico for sponsoring this video. I mean, they really don't, but like, it'd be awesome if anybody wanted to sponsor us. I mean, alright, so, moment y'all have been waiting for. Top 10. Pat, lead us off. Alright, top 10. Number 10. Should be higher, but because of injury, I gotta go with Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Um... Unanimous MVP, one of the few in NBA history uh, a few years ago. On this team, they would have easily been in the playoffs had he been healthy. Would have won a championship last year uh, if KD was healthy. But, you know, he's won a championship two of the last four years. So, you know, what this guy can do when he's healthy, uh, he's definitely up there with some of the best. I mean, yeah, so my number 10 guy is uh, Paul George, who you alluded to earlier. I mean, he is what made the Clippers contenders, and they could have made a run in the playoffs if they happened. Okay, at number nine, I have Dame Dollar, Mr. Damian Lillard, point guard for the Portland Trailblazers. It just seems like time and time again, I'm just trying to remember like all the big shots he's had. I mean, the playoff winner against Houston, the playoff shot against the, the Clippers. Walk-off game winners time and time again. This guy just seems to deliver. I'd say you can make the argument he's the best big shot maker in the NBA right now. And but, I mean, Kyrie's also up there. Yeah, Kyrie up there. But um, in the span over the season, where he averaged like 50 points a game and 10 assists and like 8 three-pointers a game in like 9 games, that's just ridiculous. I mean, if you could score like that, yeah, number nine, uh, this guy's been battled by injuries. Otherwise, he'd be top five player, Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they've been battled by injuries. I mean, Clay Thompson would have been on this list if he wasn't injured. Kevin Durant, I mean, he used to be on the team. He would, he would have been on my list if he wasn't injured, but he went to Brooklyn. I mean... It's just he's he's like the best three point shooter, honestly, almost in the history of basketball. I mean, Ray Allen would probably disagree with me, but Kyle Corver might disagree with me. Not many people who can disagree. Yeah. Number eight. Right, bring that back from the NFL. Alright, so at number eight. <laughs> I'm wearing his jersey right now. I pick up the best center in the NBA, but my number eight 
We have Joel and me. I have him at the exact same location. This guy's the um best dad in the league. Um, you know, since he's came back from injury, um, it, it didn't look like he was coming off from injury at all. He always played like the alpha in Philly. Um, go to big man for them. Um, hasn't been able to advance far in the playoffs, but a lot of that is the dysfunction that's been going on in Philadelphia. Um, hasn't been having quite the season expect, but I think winning or losing, this is an appropriate spot for him. I mean, I also had him at number eight, so let's just go number seven. Okay, number seven. Um, you can argue I might have him a little high. I might get him a little too. I might be jumping a little bit on the bandwagon, a little getting a little bit too. Is it Luka Doncic? That's exactly why I have a number seven. Okay, well, Luka Doncic, I mean, he's been having a breakout season. I don't know if you can say breakout season because he was rookie of the year last year. But he's helped the Mavs. He's taken the Mavericks to the playoff level more than just being a great player on just a team of guys. You know, he's actually elevating those around him. And the arrival of Chris Dapps has definitely helped that. But he's on his way to start him, no question. Yeah, and then number six, you mentioned him earlier. I have Damian Lillard. I think he is the best point guard in the NBA. The best uh, clutch shooter for sure. I mean, if just uh, him and uh, CJ McCollum could get matched with a big man, say Anthony Davis, he's going to be a free agent this year. Or uh, Honestly, even like a cat if they traded for him or a Nikola Jokic, that would make them a real championship contender. Yeah, Hassan Whiteside, I don't think, is the long-term situation. I do, I do not believe that either. I mean, he had, did have a he had little success in Miami. Yeah. Uh, number uh, five, do we have the same guy? The best? Oh, I'm actually, I haven't thought number six yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, my number six uh, is Anthony Davis. I have him at number five. Go ahead. Oh, uh, came over from New Orleans. Um was complaining that he didn't really have a future there. Gets to LA. Now he's a chance, legit chance of winning a championship. Um, if time doesn't run out too soon for LeBron. Okay, you go. Question is Zion Williamson in your top five? No. Good. Is he in yours? No. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Number five. I got Anthony Davis. I mean, I got. I had the chance to see him play this year out in the Staples Center. It was pretty sweet. I mean, he actually had a good game that game. LeBron actually played terrible. He only scored like 10 points. But Davis had a triple-double that game. It was it was versus the Pelicans. I saw Alonzo, Brandon Ingram, J.J. Redick play. I mean, yeah, it was, it was – I mean, the only bummer is Alex Caruso was on the bench with an injury. I mean, the guy looks like a 50-year-old guy, and he's in the NBA. He's the, he's the most underrated player in the NBA. I actually got a decent amount of all-star votes. Okay, moving on to my number five. Kevin Durant. I mean, oh, yeah, that, that's where we have. Second best player of the year in the league when healthy, in my opinion. Uh, I can't really say much other than if he was healthy, he'd be higher. That's really all I have to say about him. You know. Alright, let's see if our top four is the same. At number four, I had James Harden. Yes. Number three? LeBron. I actually had Kawhi flipped with LeBron. I, okay. I, so let's debate here. See, I have LeBron too. See, he is the goat of this generation. He is, and he, and he's still, I mean, some people might argue Kobe, but I still think it's LeBron. Like, LeBron, I still think 
at the age of, how old is LeBron? Is he like 33, 34? 30, 35. Oh, man, he's, he's old, and he can still be this good of an NBA player. And in Kawhi, great defender, best defender. Yeah, he's probably the best two-way player in the league. And then number one, who did you have? Alex Caruso. <laughs> Giannis was an honorable mention. <laughs> no, he was a dishonorable mention. Yeah, Giannis was number one, obviously. I had, I had Malcolm Brogdon at number one. You know, Giannis, I mean, this might be a little bit controversial, but he's the only player in the NBA who can play all five positions, in my opinion. I mean, he's like the Magic Johnson of this generation. Yeah, the Magic Johnson of this generation. Once he learns to shoot, I mean, he's improved the shot a good amount from last season, this season. But once he can do that, and he gets a championship to go along with everything he's done, and he's not—he's only 25, he could be the GOAT someday, along with what we said about Mike Trout and MLB. Alright, yeah. And so there you have it, folks. We've done top 25 NFL players, top 25 MLB players, top 25, uh, top 25, um, oh my god, NBA players, so, uh, successful show, I would say, Pat, uh, we will, uh, we will, uh, be, uh, here tomorrow, uh, posting another video, uh, tomorrow, I believe we will be covering the NFL draft, if I'm correct. Exactly. Yes. We will be covering the NFL draft tomorrow, and maybe a little something at the end as well, if that doesn't take as long. Yeah, and but like, so... Uh, we'll see you in the next video. Yeah, we, we will see you uh, tomorrow. Uh, thank you for listening. He's Patrick. Peace out. I'm Andrew. We will see you later. We will take you out with a special song I like. It's, it's a great song. It's from the Boston band Dropkick Murphys. It's one of it's not only the one of the Red Sox hype songs, the Bruins hype songs, the Patriots hype songs, also the Celtics hype songs. We'll leave you out with I'm shipping up to Boston. Thank you for listening to Zoomer Sports Radio and check us out tomorrow. We'll see ya. See you tomorrow. Thank you to all and to all good night. We'll see you tomorrow.